Hey everyone, welcome back to Music from the Curator's Chair. I'm your host, Scott. As of today, as of this recording, it's finally happened. It has finally flipping happened. Peter Gabriel has finally released something he's been working on for the past 20 odd years. The final, I, I don't know if it's going to be his final album, but he's been working on this album for decades. It's finally out. He's finally released a new album. The album is now called, I quote, it is, I believe, known as called I.O. I slash O, which is his newest album, which has finally come out after 21 years of no original content necessarily. He had Scratch My Back and New Blood. Those seem to be albums that were just orchestral recordings of various tracks from his previous career and scratch my back was a studio album that was just him doing a lot of cover versions of a lot of people and bob Ezrin helped uh produce that one with him doing it as well but this most recent album that he's finally released i'm finally happy finally happy it's out because he's been talking about this album for decades i remember hearing about it as far back as Honestly, 2017, and I remember hearing that he's been working on it for 14 years. He's finally released the album. He's actually been working on it since 1995, and he just finished it off last year, it seems. But he's finally released the entirety of it. It is almost in its entirety. It is about, if I combine both, Bright Side, Dark Side, which is hours 18 minutes and then we have it's three hours and 37 minutes it's three and a half hours this whole album and i'm gonna tell you this right now it's a slog to get through holy mackerel i did not expect peter gabriel to take me on a journey for the past let's say whole year because as of this recording, it came out on Friday, December 1st. It is now December 4th. It took me three days. Three days just to get through it. I've never needed to take this long for an album. As of this recording, it is my, like, the day before my 31st birthday. So I'm also having a bit of uh, some alcohol to drink. I'm having as I'm... Speaking to you all right now, I'm having a Godfather cocktail, which is half amaretto, half scotch whiskey, and in this case, I used Grambuie, and it, it tastes like sweet candy. It tastes like a honey candy. Anyways, whoo! This album took so long to be made. It took so long to get through. I felt like it wasn't intentionally long that way, but it was just because he has three different mixes. He could have just done. If I'm honest, when it came to this album, because he's released content from the 6th of January to the 5th. Like, he released every single song, right? Throughout the whole thing. And the entirety, it's, it's his longest studio album. And all three mixes make it a three and a half hour piece. And it's just, he would do one every single full moon like a new single every full moon when there's alternate mix being released on the following new moon and 
it was if a mod, it is a triple sided album. Like it, you need to get all three because it's just it's intense. It it it, it just it doesn't make sense that the main album because honestly he did three renditions of each track. I don't know why he decided to do it this way, but I know like. I know he took some time to come back to working on the album in 2019, and for whatever reason, he decided to, for promotion, do it like with um, the lunar, the lunar New Year. He would do it in a sense like he said that the name of it is a name of Jupiter, and it was it stood for input output, and I understand that. Like that's why he has a in say he has like several mixes of each one, and it's very distinctive if you ask me and the inside mix because I know a lot of it was all the tracks were written by Peter Gabriel but each person that worked there was like three producers that I know that worked on it if I recall correctly well I think it was Brian Eno and Richard, Richard Russell I don't remember which side did which but I know I think Peter Gabriel decided to do a mix of both the in the bright side and dark side and make that the inside mix. And if I'm honest, I get why he did bright side was new moon, dark side, like well, full moon, bright side, new moon, dark side. That makes sense a little bit. The artwork for it all was incredible too because It was something I didn't expect to see, and I'm gonna tell you this right now. There was one song that I wish he did have on this album that I know he didn't. It wasn't made for it. It was the song "The Veil" that was for the movie Snowden. I kind of wish that this was on that album a little bit. Maybe have the original single mix, and then have a bright side, dark side, and even an inside mix if you really wanted to as a, a bonus track. I'm not saying this album sucks. I'm not. I'm just. I'm I'm not saying that whatsoever. I'm just saying this is a lot to get through. I personally could say out of all three mixes, I like the inside mixes on this album entirety. I kind of wish Peter Gabriel put it all on one album together, but he did not. So I can't do much about that. All I need to know is that I would love to have had that be the case. He did not, sadly. And you know what? That's okay. I'm not mad he did it that way. I just kind of wish... When it comes to all the production and all that, all the situations that went through for it all, he did a lot for it, but also, it took a while to come through. Because, each part of the track was very intense, like, I think, um, Uh, my favorite tracks, I feel like, that were on here were actually... Mm, I'd have to say the title track was my favorite on this one. And, um... What else? I gotta say... I liked Panopticon... Playing for Time, The Court, I.O. 
Olive Tree, Love Can Heal, and the last track on this album, Live and Let Live. Like, it wasn't... It feels like an album I can't really get myself to... I guess, um... Discuss properly, I feel like. I'm trying to, but it's just... This album was very abstract, I feel. It was very... I liked it, don't get me wrong, but this was an album that just took so long to get through. I, I don't know what to say. It was it was an art pop rock world beat. I don't know what. It was very avant-garde. Like, this is the first time an album has kind of not necessarily broken me, but it's just... It, it made itself a challenge to talk about. Like, was this Peter Gabriel's goal to make one of his albums difficult for me to talk about because I've never had this ever when it came to podcasting I've never had a a feeling of like I have no clue on what I need to talk about with it I made a playlist for this freaking album because I didn't know how long it was going to take to make it happen but I know it was just it was just I don't know man it was a lot to get through it was insane like, this album has three different mixes. If he just did one, complete another mix, and he did this maybe, if he did the whole album as just, like, he did maybe a 15, like, if he did it as, I'm supposed to go by track by track, I would say, let me take a look at what he has for the tracks, mind you. I'm going to look at the track list, and I'm going to tell you this right now. For the most part, they're all the same length, but I'm saying he should have combined all three into one full thing. That would have been 15 minutes, 12, 18 minutes, six minutes, 18 minutes, 15, like, like 15 minutes, 17 and a half, 18 minutes, 18 minutes, 15 minutes, 21 minutes, 18 minutes. And that would have been a good way to really expand on everything, have everything be very lengthy, sure, and that'd be 12 tracks, but it would feel like a progressive rock album because he was a part of Genesis, and that is kind of what most people are, uh, know him from, and that's Genesis, and I gotta say, this felt like a Genesis album, not a Peter Gabriel album, but then again, when hasn't any of his work felt like he's trying to do too much? I don't know exactly, because I know there's a lot of production that went on on this, and a lot of it was fantastic, mind you. There was a lot of production from a lot of folks, and it was a lot of work to get this going on, and it was just... The concept was just difficult for me personally, but at the same time, I understand why it was done how Peter Gabriel wanted to do it. It wasn't anything else i thought he would take i didn't know how many tracks he's gonna do honestly either that was the other thing we had chicad blake mark spite stent hans martin bluff all working on this album hans martin buff bluff i can't recall did the inside mix mark stent known as spike did the bright side and chicad blake did the dark side so is a lot of production because doesn't help that Brian Eno, Peter Gabriel, and um, even Richard Russell are working on this 
production as well. So there's like three or four people working on this album completely all in one setting, and it's just, it's difficult. It wasn't easy to get through all the way through. Ooh. But it was definitely an album that I don't hate, I don't love. This album, maybe it just beaten me this year. Like, this was an album I was waiting for the for the entire year. And it just, it just didn't feel right. It felt like, is this his final album? Or, like, what? Like, I don't know what to expect from Peter Gabriel now. Like, this feels like, if this is his last album, is he going out? In a blaze of glory, or is this him saying, "I don't care how long you waited for this album. I want you to listen to this, and I want you to like it." Because if that's the if that's if it's the latter, then I don't feel that's good. That that may that this might be an album that comes back to me later down the road for a Redux review, which doesn't come often, but. This might be the one that might actually get that, honestly, for me. And I don't want that to be the case. I didn't want to have to say, I'm going to have to come back to this album and tell you all what I feel like six months later, because that doesn't feel like a new album review. There's only been maybe two times where I've had a Redux revision, and that was because of missing tracks and a re-release of the album one year or so later with extra content. And that was unintentional. The first one was during a time when I was not at my best. And the second time was because the album got delisted and then got re-released as a deluxe version. So I had to do it again. And that felt wrong and stupid. But this album might have been the one that just broke the camel's back. Or broke the horse's back. Or broke the donkey's back. Whatever the the expression is this is the album that I can think of that it's not broken me but it's definitely put itself into a place I'm not comfortable with being it's it's put me into a place I don't feel comfortable in I don't think the album knows what it's doing either in that way and it it just it feels weird it feels like it, it's strangely impotent in a sense and it's like I don't know what to say what I do know for sure is that I'm kind of feeling a little disappointed from it a little bit. It's kind of put me into a disappointed feeling because it's it's putting me in an awkward position, if you ask me. It's putting me in an awkward position. And as a reviewer, I don't want to be in an awkward place. I'm going to have to give this album, if I'm honest, a solid... 6 out of 10. If you like Peter Gabriel, no hands down. If you're a fan of Peter Gabriel, check this album out. I think you'll enjoy it. And I think that if you enjoy this album, maybe you're a better person than I, and maybe you're more intellectual, I guess. I don't know exactly. All I know is that this album was definitely a difficult one to get through, and it was one that made me not even want to try and promote my advertisement for this review, because this was an album that I don't know what caused me to think this way, but again, there's 
there's just so much going on. I feel like I'm here listening to the same same song three different times than I was. I was doing that for the entire time listening to this. I was listening to each single mix. And there was very little of it feeling like it was different. And I'm honest, that doesn't feel right. I don't know why, but I might just give this an album. I'm giving this album a seven. I'm going to try and come back to this album maybe in the spring of 2024 or maybe later on in the future. I don't know when I come back to it, but if I decide to come back to it, it's going to be one that's going to require me to say what I really think about it because it took three and a half hours of my life for me to really listen to this all the way through. And it it, it just... I don't know what Peter Gabriel's doing. I don't know. I don't want to know. I just know there's going to be other people that are going to be very upset with him, I think, for this album review. Not this album review, but, like, in general, I think there's going to be people that are upset with this album that he's created and released. I don't know what the streaming uh, figures look like for him. But I do know... It's just, yeah... I could definitely say it's just, it's just, I don't know. This album was definitely a difficult listen. I've never had an album that's taken this long for me to listen to over the span of three, like three to four days. I've never had an album take that long for me to listen to. So for that to be the case, for Peter Gabriel to make me struggle with listening to his entire album. Yeah. That's a problem because I know there's been some like his previous release that he did, which was a compilation of songs. I listened, I skimmed through parts of it because there were some pieces I wanted to listen to, like the dance mix of Sledgehammer and whatnot. And there was other pieces that he needed to listen to fully. Like that was the only place you could find "The Veil" by Peter Gabriel, the one that was on, in the movie Snowden on an actual album. So that's the only unless you just want to buy the single i don't want i don't like buying singles i'd rather buy the whole album so if i had to buy the whole album just to get one song so be it i'll listen to the other i'll listen to the entire album and probably enjoy other things in it but peter gabriel what are you doing man like your last album that you did 20 years ago which was i do believe up that was the last one you did of original content like 21 years ago you did up in the beginning like halfway through like near the end of september that came out it was prog rock it was electronic it was a little bit of ambient it was art rock as well it was amazing it worked and there was a lot of songs on here that were fantastic and a lot of it was very very intense feeling too at times and it was it had a lot of intensity and that's what made it sound so good and it was just what I think most people really needed, and that's the thing. And I look at it, I'm just like, what happened, man? Like, I look at this one, I'm just like, what did you do to this album, man? Then again, what do I know? I just know that a lot of the work in it is fantastic. There's some pieces in this as well I'm not a fan of. But there are other things in it, too, that are okay, I guess you could say. But it's just whatever he decided to do, he did, and it just worked out, I guess. But with this one, 
I don't know. Like, this was a very unique album, if you ask me. And it's not one that I'm okay with just coming back to right off the bat. I'm going to have to wait a little bit of time for me to come back to it and see how I feel. So when I do come back to it, I'm probably going to be a little less bitter, I guess would be the term that I'm using. But maybe I'll be a little bit less jaded, too. I don't know when I'll do a review, a re-review of this, but I know that Peter Gabriel's I.O. got a 7 out of 10 for me. Individually, each piece in, in the inside mix gets a 9 out of 10. It is solid. The bright side, mm, a 3. No, not the bright side. Dark side gets a 3. Bright side gets like a 5. So on average, this is around a 6 or a 7, I would say. It, it's not perfect. But I expected more out of Peter Gabriel after literally maybe waiting for my lifetime about 10 years. So I remember hearing about it in 2009. At one point, people were talking about it probably happening. And then I heard about it again in 2013. And then I remember, I think around late 2019, I heard about it again but I didn't know what was going on exactly. And I just kind of, I didn't give up on it, but I was kind of like hoping to hear it soon. And then when I heard the first couple of tracks, I was like, this isn't bad, but if this is what you're giving us, man, like, cause he literally did the, what pisses me off the most is how he released the entirety of the album too. He basically released like each track, track by track on like when it actually is on the actual album and that's what pisses me off more like he just basically released the entire album like all the way no problem like just like that and that was like what are you doing man like why why did you do it that way you could have just like he literally did what gorillas did and that's and i didn't like cracker island and that was the biggest issue for me i didn't like that album i wanted to but i didn't like it whatsoever and that just oh my god what did you do to me peter gabriel you made me hate your music in a sense. Like he just basically released the entire album front to back through singles, each freaking thing. And it's just like, I don't know, man. It just, yeah. It was just, this album had moments of just being very difficult to get through. Maybe I'm just bitter right now and jaded. But I'm going to turn off this recording now. I'm going to finish my drink. And as I look outside, I look at the doom and gloom of this atmospheric river that's coming through. I'm... Remember when I first heard Panopticon? Panopticon, whatever it's called, the first track of this album. And I remember it being a pouring rainy day when I first heard it, and remember having a coffee that day, and just feeling really out of place. I don't know what caused it, but now I'm thinking about it then and now, and it's like, what happened? What happened over the past 11 months, you know? I don't know listeners but um all I do know is that 
this was an album that I was hoping to have be fantastic, but when I found out what it was entirety entirely, I'm just like, wow. I just listened to all these tracks already, Peter. You just basically re- you just basically released the entire album throughout the whole year. Why? Like, what did you, why'd you do that to me? I could have not listened to it at all whatsoever and just gone in blind, but I didn't. And now I'm pissed. <sighs> all right, to you, Peter, to my grandfather, and to myself for tomorrow. Maybe that'll make sense later. Alright. I should get off of here. I don't know what the next review is going to be when it comes to Midnight Movie Conventionals or Music from the Curator's Chair, but when I do know what it is, you all will be the first to know. So, happy holidays, everyone. I'm turning 31 tomorrow as of this recording, so whenever you hear it, it's probably going to be in the future. I'll be 31 or 32 or whatever I you whatever you hear me at like I'm turning one tomorrow in a few hours now from now so until next time folks this is Scott Betson signing out and transmission <laughs>